Hi, and welcome to Shorts, our short version of Let's Talk Design, where I, Timothy, interview designers to find out what makes them tick. In this episode, I ask six questions to Tessa and Lauri, who are the founders of Design Studio Lobster. How did you get started? We met in 2015 at Famous, the advertising agency, where we worked together as colleagues very closely. And we noticed that we had the same uh, approach to design, the same aesthetic and the same humor as well. <laughs> so it took. And we noticed that after working for several years in larger agencies that we missed um, being on yeah, the, the, the beginning of the brand. So we were always working with brands that already existed. And we really would love to yeah, work on the brand itself uh, and also be able to work more closely with the client because in a large agency, you're always at the bottom uh, of the process. Mm -hmm. And we found it important to be more in contact with the persons who actually work. And we really missed uh, contact with clients because you only get to know their story uh, and the feeling behind a brand um, when we talk to the to the people who um, who uh, yeah, were actually behind the business. Yes. So this is why we started Lobster in 2017, mostly out of this idea of let's uh, have fun together, let's create some nice projects and work more closely with the people behind the brands. Yes. What's your design philosophy? We want to make brandings that are really a reflection of the brand's story, what's behind uh, a brand and that are not interchangeable with aesthetics that are um, trending at the moment or uh, that you see everywhere. We really want to make something that is uh, that reflects the core of the brand we are working for. Yes, and that's why we never make design choices out of just a mood board. We always start with a research phase and a concept phase, and that's the core of every branding we create is really to make something that we really dive deep into it is yeah, strategic and conceptual phase first. And everything we create from there, every color we choose, every font we choose, we always link back to the original concept. This way we try to avoid having something that's just nice looking, but it doesn't have any any connection to the brand story, which also makes it more easy to become a branding that stands that uh, the times become. After a few years, a color can become less trending, but if you still have the idea behind it and if you don't choose it because it's on trend, but you choose like mm -hmm. a, a facility. Yeah, you need to design a, a backbone. And this is not only uh, for logo, colors, typeface, etc. It also serves um, purpose for art direction, photography, um, total voice in your texts. It's really like a, a, a basis concept uh, that you need to feel throughout the whole brand. Yeah, it's really the brand story that's so important. And also there's another thing, uh, apart from it being a branding that really needs to fit the need of the client or the story of the client, we always like to add our, we like to call it lobster sauce. <laughs> and it's something we hope people can also see in our designs is that everything that comes out of us, uh, you can recognize that it's a lobster branding because we try to play with this balance of contrasts and try to make everything look elegant, but there's always a little twist. It can be feminine with a muscular twist or, uh, yeah, it, this tension tries to create in every branding that gets out of yeah, the agency that we feel that this 
I think yeah, I, our signature fashion is is the the best word to describe it because it, 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 a branding it needs to be interesting enough. So it, there needs to be this kind of thing that's off or or you need to feel the yeah, the tension. Yeah, for us that's where the magic happens. Like in between, there's something that's very uh, appealing, but then there's something that makes you look twice and makes you feel like oh something's off. We believe that that's interesting uh, as a visual uh, language. Can you tell us about your typical workflow when approaching a commissioned project? So the first phase we start off with is very important to us. As we mentioned before, uh, close contact with the clients and the, the brand story of the client is very important. So we like to start with a kickoff meeting, which involves all the people who are uh, yeah, in connection with the brand to so really get to know the brand, ask the right questions, do a workshop meeting, people date behind it. Um, and this is really very important to us because it's the basis of our concept phase and research phase, which is the backbone of the brand identity. So this is where we lay out um, the strategic brand story, but also the visual brand story. Uh, it's a presentation we create with mood boards, but we even make photoshops of mood boards. Yeah, sometimes. The, the concept needs to be very clear and if therefore we need to, to fake our moods or make, make things that are in the same universe, uh, that we need to do that because it's the most important presentation in the process. Um, we also noted that because these mood boards are so specific and because we sometimes actually have fake our own moods, the client already really knows what direction it's, it's taking. And we rarely have a lot of rework in the design phase because everyone already knows a bit what vibe we were going yeah. for. Um, and so it's less of a surprise and it's, it's, it's less time consuming for us to be discovering this in the design phase. It's also a presentation where you can uh, get a very good look on what the client likes and dislikes. Uh, for certain moods, maybe it says, ah, but this color, I really hate this color. And it, 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 it tells you a lot about a client um, before you start designing. So all this information you can take with you in the design process. Yes, because the design process is the next phase. Uh, and by then we create, uh, after approval of the concept phase, we create the logo, the graphic toolbox, the colors. Uh, and we immediately take in some applications uh, into this presentation, such as uh, social templates, uh, print work, stationery. And we like to foresee as many uh, client reviews as possible because we believe it's very important to really yeah, work very closely with the client and not wait two months before showing something because the more feedback, the better and the more you can lay uh, together on the creation of the process. Yeah. What is the most difficult part of brand design? I think the most difficult part uh, is that you have the feeling that you constantly need to reinvent a brand or reinvent yourself because you're designing it. Um, and it's really hard to not fall into these uh, trendy hype things or uh, things that you come across or you, you get um, yeah, you are even knowing that's now and it's contemporary, but you don't want something that's so trending that in a few months or in a few years it will already be dated. Yeah. Uh, so this is a constant challenge. Also, there's so much out there. There's so much nice brandings. Um, everything is being done. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I think that's a, that's a difficult part. 
but also making branding that is um, that that is foolproof, uh, that can be adapted by other people than designers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Yeah, it's very easy as a designer to create something that looks nice because you are in charge of every little detail. But of course, the moment the branding is finished, not in a lot of cases, we get to have full control on what happens uh, to the branding afterwards. So you have to yeah, kind of give it, hand it over to the marketing people, to the in-house designer. And this is actually also something we need to learn or to follow. There needs to be a, a set of rules yeah, a bit that are very clear. Uh, not too difficult uh, to to um, adapt, yeah. So that the branding can maintain its character and doesn't lose all of its strength when it's mm-hmm. when it's not designed by a designer. Mm-hmm. When not every touch point is uh, designed by a designer. So this is something that's really a challenge often. Yes. What makes good brand design? I think, as we said earlier, that the the brand story or the backbone needs to be visible in every touch point, um, which means that it's also visible in photography, uh, copywriting. Uh, every little element and detail of the brand needs to be in line with the story. Yeah, for example, sometimes you have a TV spot and you don't know what brand it's for, but just by the type of photography or videography, you already recognize that it's for yeah. a grant. So this is something like the the printing, the typefaces, the colors, yeah, the photography. Mm-hmm. If something already reveals what brand it is without even seeing the logo or the context, which means that it's recognizable yeah. and good branding. It shouldn't be more than picking a typeface, picking a logo and a color. It's it's more than that. It's It's shaping a story. How do you think AI will influence brand design? Uh, we believe AI could be very interesting uh, to our work fields. We don't immediately feel threatened by it. No. We believe there's a lot of uh, opportunities and possibilities there. Uh, first of all, it can save you time uh, when it's used as a tool, for example, to create pop-ups or in brainstorms to visualize uh, ideas. But on the second hand, it's yeah, our role will always be needed, maybe even more so in a world where AI creates a lot of inventory. Because there will always be someone needed to curate and to enter the inputs into the into the. You need to have an idea before you can get it out of AI. So and your idea needs to be very clear already, and because you need to type in what what you want. You need to know what you want. Yeah. So we believe it can be a very good tool, and we are very looking forward to see how it will change our fields. Um, I think it will be more of an asset than a threat, to be honest. I think so, too. I think it's a tool that we're going to use more and more often. Yeah. More, our function will be uh, heading more towards art directors, maybe than designers, uh, when AI will be creating the designs himself. Mm-hmm. We're looking for. Thank you for listening or watching. You can subscribe to the series on YouTube and your favorite podcast app. Feel free to share tips, comments, and feedback on those platforms. Your feedback is essential to improve this series. Let's talk soon.